I'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this evening. We just really appreciate y'all being here. Appreciate every visitor we have. And I've been announcing that uh, our preaching brother, Chris Page, pastor over at Lighthouse Baptist Church, God willing to be with us tonight and be preaching for us. And brother Chris is here. They had their homecoming day, so we didn't have church tonight. And we had the privilege of being over a little while with them in their homecoming. And glad we was able to do that. But we appreciate Brother Chris and some of his members here. And we just thank God for all of us. Now, I have an announcement I need to make before I do these other things. A couple of different folks have told me that there's a red Chevrolet car in the parking lot with Paulding County license plates on it, and it's still running. So if that's your car, and uh, maybe for somehow or another, uh, somehow or another you didn't get it turned off and you want to go turn it off. <laughs> And it shouldn't be any embarrassment. I know nobody won't laugh. <laughs> All right. Got that solved. All right. <laughs> Appreciate that. I uh, want to share a scripture from the 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews, uh, verses 24 and 25. It's really come on my heart today. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. So we need to be thoughtful about the other folks. And here's what this is pointing at. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. And I, I wonder, and it, it astonishes me sometimes, why sometimes people don't have more motivation and more zeal to come to the house of God. It's so needful, and, you know, we got people lost and dying and people out of fellowship and so many things, and, and we've got so much that we need to do to try to help them. God's made the way. But we got to be involved, and, and again, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner some is. There's some folks back there doing the same thing. But we need to really get in. Uh, I, people need to, uh, unless there's some factor that's uh, in place that you just can't come, you're sick, or well, lots of reasons. But if you're able to come, when the church doors is open, people ought to come to church. And they ought to come with their whole heart. Now, Got something that I've never done this before, but I want to read a, a text that I got from Tim Jones, preaching brother, pastor down at uh, Mount Washington Missionary Baptist Church. A while back, he sent Lynn and I a text that said, please pray for my father-in-law. said he's lost, and uh, brother Tim's wife's name is Kim. It's her dad. said he's lost, and uh, he's kind of resistant to when we talk to him. And so uh, he sent this out today. Hello, brothers. I wanted to share some great news. We had friends and family day today. And we met with Kim's dad before church. Ken Bryant's his name. He said, this morning uh, we talked to him about coming. He had dug his heels in. He said he would not come, nor did he believe the way we believe. After much talk and God's movement in that conversation, Ken stayed home and committed to us that if God would move him, he would pray. Before church started this morning, the doors opened up and Ken walked in crying and he said, God has saved him, and he has peace in his soul. How about that? Wow. I mean, that's just, that's just awesome. He had prayed at home and said he was saved. Praise be to God. That was a big burden lifted. We also had a young girl about seven or eight years old that got saved. Share the good news. And so I text uh, uh, Tim back a couple things. One thing I said is, Tim, that's another example of why we should never, never give up. Boy, praise God. Let's just stand for a moment of prayer. As we pray, 
Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for your tender mercies, and thank you for this day, and Lord, you've been so good to us. God, I praise your holy name, and I thank you for what you're doing, for saving folks and speaking to people's hearts and giving everybody an opportunity to come and being so good to your children and blessing us in church. God, we just thank you, Lord, and words can't tell how much we need to thank you. But God, we pray for this service tonight. We pray for it. God, you just take charge of it and give us a, a powerful Holy Ghost meeting. Uh, speak to people's hearts. Give us conviction tonight again, Lord. We ask you these things and we praise you in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated and we'll turn over to the choir. Brother Taylor. H2.
It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Appreciate the songs and the choir. And glad to see Chris here. I'm excited to hear him. He's already hooked up, so I'm excited to see that. But uh, I'm just glad to be here, and um, it's just uh, it's just amazing what the Lord's done for me. And um, 
it's just amazing how the Lord works. I knew, well, I think I knew my opportunity was going to get to open up I, before you turned and looked at me, and that's, that's, that's all right. I, I'm glad I know, I'm glad I've got a God that knows what, what can let you know what's happening. And um, the God that we serve knows everything from, uh, he knew what was going to happen for me from before I was ever born, and um, from the foundation of the world, he had it fixed. And uh, I'm just, I'm just thankful for that tonight. But um, if you would, we'll just stand and we'll take, uh, we'll take a prayer request. Does anybody have any unspoken prayer requests? Appreciate those hands. Remember those. Any spoken prayer requests? Come on, man. We're sick, folks. And I talked to Brother Vince Shad, one of those. Uh, Tina's still here in town, and she's still struggling, and uh, she's got some real issues. And uh, uh, they really need our prayers. Let's keep praying for Vince and Tina both. Nobody else has anything. We'll have Brother Mike lead us.
get our people to see Jesus. And Father, I pray now that you just bless us and ever, ever here and watch over us and care for us, direct our paths, Lord, that we might be a light to our people. In Jesus' holy name we pray. this time if anybody's got any uh, song or testimony or anything on their heart I thought about, I thought about the, the prayer requests she made back there you know there's going to come a time in your life when you're going to need the Lord um, and um, you know I, I hope that you run into a sister like that that will invite you to church and uh, what I thought about was um, it's, it's kind of if you relate that back to what my life and and I grew up in this church, I did I was brought to church before I knew I needed the Lord, and um, how important it is to bring your kids to church. Um, you know we struggle. You know as parents, we've all I heard Ryan talk this morning. He remembers the time. It's like well I'm in it now, but uh, but boy there's uh, there's just something about when you see a little child look up to the, towards the up towards the preacher. You know just gets to sing or something, and it's like you're going to need this someday and. Uh, and it's it's important and um, my other thought along with that is just we've got a Lord that's able tonight and um, and we should have confidence that the Lord is going to be able to work in their life just like he worked in my life or in your life and if somebody's struggling you can say come to church and that's going to be the best advice you can give and um, I just I appreciate that that you know you doing that because um, we need more of that we need to invite our people in because it's important to get them in but um, anybody got any song or testimony or anything it's Whatever the Lord wants you to do, just follow the Lord. Got a good crowd. I won't tear it too long. Don't see anybody getting up. I got oh, oh sorry. All right, you're all right. Pray for it. Yeah, we had a very good week this week, and uh, God uh, sometimes brings the memory like, you know, not every week's as good as this week was for us, and uh, just looking back on it, uh, all I can say is I've never been a stranger to grace, and that's what God put on my heart, and I'm just going to try to follow him, so pray for me. first thought this morning was of my great riches, such substance, such treasure the morning did bring. There was joy beyond telling, a hope beyond failing. I'm acquainted with all of these things I am familiar with mercy known my share of victories I'm covered 
God's amazing grace sent down from heaven rescued me from death and from shame opened up my eyes and brought salvation now I'm here Praise his holy name. Now I know I'm his and he is mine forever. He is leading me along life's way. 
I'll keep holding to his hand As I cross death's river He will take the sting of death away Tis so sweet just to know I have Jesus with me He will keep me from sin and from strife He delivered me from condemnation Now I have eternal life Now I know He is mine and I am His forever He is leading me along life's way I'll keep holding to His hand when I'm crossing death's river, he will take the sting of death away. Appreciate that. Anyone else have anything? Good to be here. I just remember the preacher. Turn it over back here. Boy, it's good to be here. I, I appreciate the spirit I can feel. And choir singing was good, and the special singing was good, and both those songs about grace. Well, I'm, I'm glad that God offers his grace freely. And uh, we'd be in a jam if it wasn't for the grace of God. I appreciate Chris being here, and I appreciate a lot of his churches here. It's kind of scattered out in different places. And, uh, Brother Chris's wife, Amy's back there. I'm going to name her, but I'm not going to try to name the rest of the folks. But it says a lot for Chris and for his members that there's so many of them here tonight. I appreciate all that. And uh, I, let's just really keep praying. Uh, we've got a good crowd tonight, good spirit, good opening up. Opening up was good. And uh, it's just uh, it's a joy to be in God's house. Now, let's pray for the preacher tonight that God would just use him and use him powerfully and that God would convict, speak to the hearts of those that's lost or if there's some out of fellowship, that God would speak to them. God knows everybody's need and he's able to speak to them. And just like that man that Tim told about his father-in-law. He didn't expect God to talk to him. He said he didn't believe like that. But they prayed and they talked to him and God moved. I'm telling you what, God's still doing miracles. And so let's pray for Brother Chris while he comes. It is a pleasure to be here. And uh, boy, I tell you what, we've already felt God. Amen. And, and uh, we, they were singing those songs about grace. And, you know, I'm kind of like the, one of the old apostles. I am that I am because of God and his grace, amen. And without him, I wouldn't be anything. And I remember there was a time when I was dying and, and, and on my way to hell. But boy, Jesus came along, amen. And, 
And we're just going to preach tonight. I feel at home here, and we feel at liberty here. So we're going to preach, amen. And you just be praying. Harder you pray, the better God's going to preach, amen. Because I don't do the preaching. I just try to get out of the way and let God do it, amen. If you will, turn with me to the book of Galatians, chapter 5. And verse 1. Galatians, chapter 5, verse 1. And, ver and, and this first verse of the fifth chapter is kind of a summary of what they're talking about at towards the end of the fourth chapter there. And I'm only going to read one verse, which I don't normally do, but we feel led to do that tonight. Verse, uh, uh, verse 1, chapter 5 of Galatians says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Let's talk about this for a minute. See, there seems to be some false uh, doctrine, some lie, Blaine, if you will, and even in the church, that we as born-again Christians, those of us that have been saved by the grace of God, been washed by the blood, been set free, that have been given this liberty through God, for somehow, some way, we are still uh, uh, um, um, controlled, still, you know, um, if you will, bound in the bonds of Satan. I want you to understand, that is not true. When I was saved by the grace of God, I was set free, amen, from the power of the devil. I, he has no rule over my life. He has no dominion over my life. My king's name is Jesus. My ruler's name is Jesus, amen. How about you? What? Who's your king? Who, who's your boss, Amen. Who's your, I got news for you. You say, well, you shouldn't say it like that. It's not popular anymore to talk about Jesus being the king. Jesus is, the Bible declares, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen? You know what that means? That means he's superior. That means he has authority, power over us. Aren't you glad that we now serve him? Amen? Aren't you glad that we now serve the living God? Amen? We've been given liberty and freedom from the devil. He has no power over me. So when he comes bothering me, I have, <laughs> through Jesus, the power to tell him no. You have the power and the authority in the name of Jesus to tell him no. Amen. We just read here that we're not to get entangled again in that heavy yoke, in that yoke that, that God made easier for us. We're not to get tangled in that anymore. He doesn't want us living like the world. See, here's the problem. Too many Christians want to live like the world. You say, you're going to preach us? Yes, we're going to preach us. Too many Christians want to hold on you saying that today you didn't know that God was working on us kind of the same avenue. But you know what? That's how God does things. Hey, listen. Too many Christians want to hold on to God with his hand and the devil with his hand. I got news for you. If you want to experience the true liberty, if you want to experience the true freedom, if you really want to know what it is to worship God and feel God in your life, kick the devil out. And allow God to be the ruler of your home. Allow God to be the head of the... I want you to, I got news for you. Some people say, well, this is Terry's church. Well, I love Terry to death, but this ain't Terry's church. This is God's church, amen? I got, I got news for you. I've been pastoring Lighthouse Baptist Church long enough. I can have some claim on that the way man sees it. But I got news for you. It's not my church. It is God's church, Amen. And I want to tell you this, all the success and all the things that's happened, you know what? 
It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with Terry. It has to do with God. Amen. If you want to live, if you want to live your best life here, boy, how many of you get tired of hearing these, these, these liberals out there talking about living your best life? Talking to the news, blank, talking about living their best life. I don't know if any of them really know how to live their best life. You want to live your best life? Stop messing in the things of the world. Turn everything over to God. See what God can do, amen? And then when you come into the house and the people are shouting and people are praying and people are crying and people are worshiping, you can join in. Why? Because you can feel it, amen? That's what happens. You want to know how your cup overflows? It's when you kick the devil out and you allow God to have his way and God will fill you up and God will overflow you. And the next thing you know, brother, whoo, you want to blow up in the confetti because that's where I'm at right now. You say, boy, don't blow up, Chris. You make an awful mess. I do bet you all have a vacuum cleaner that can handle it. I'm here to tell you this. Listen, we have been given freedom and we have been given liberty through the blood of Jesus Christ. Isn't it time that the church starts living and worshiping and like we have freedom and liberty in Jesus Christ. We're so worried about what the world thinks. Here, listen, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. God's put this on my heart. When we started putting, when we started, uh, uh, you know, putting our, our services out on Facebook, I had multiple people, not one, not two, but multiple people come up and say, in a roundabout way, well, you know what? We're opening ourselves up to ridicule because of some of the things that we preach and believe. If they want to ridicule us, that's fine. Because if it's the truth right here, I'm going to preach it. You want to know why? Not so I can have some big name, but that some sinner might get what I got. And you know what? You say, boy, preacher, you're preaching that. Very passionate. You want to know why? Because the best thing that ever happened to me, listen, you're looking to a very, and I'm going to tell you this like I tell my church, brother, you're looking at a very blessed man. I have a good job. I got a great wife. I got a good church. I got a good home. I got a baby boy. I, you're, look, I've had, I had the best parents that ever was. I got the best siblings that ever was. You're looking at a very blessed man. But the greatest thing that ever happened to this old boy is when God showed up and saved my soul. And now I have the liberty and the freedom to worship him without apology. Amen. I was given, I was called to preach, and I'm going to preach without an apology. You want to know why? Because I got the liberty and the freedom through him to do so. And if it makes the devil mad, well, he can just get mad. Because if a soul is saved, I'll fight the devil all night long. If one soul gets saved. You say, boy, preacher, you're bold. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm really not that bold. But what, I, what I'm not is afraid. You say, you're not afraid of the devil? No. You say, are you crazy? I've been accused. <laughs> but no, I'm not afraid of the devil. You say, why are you not afraid of the devil? Because I just read here. You know what this means? Let me put my glasses back on. When it says stand fast, that means to stand strong, to stand firm, amen? Yeah. 
And we need to stand strong. And we need to stand firm in what we believe. And we need to stand star strong and firm in this liberty and this freedom that we've been given. And not be afraid to preach it. Not be afraid to sing about it. Not to be afraid to tell you what. There's too many folks. Churches with big shouting stations. How many of you remember when people actually got happy and shouted in church? Huh? How many of you remember when you could feel it when you walked in the back door? You want to know why? Because people wasn't afraid. They lived in this liberty, amen? You say, well, things were different back then. Things are different. The devil's still around, making trouble, lying, deceiving, stealing, killing, robbing, and trying to destroy people's witnesses. He's doing the same things then that he's doing now. You know what the difference is? People wasn't afraid to stand firm on the word of God and in the liberty of God and what we believe because I got news for you. What we do, man, they call it old-fashioned and they call it outdated. But what it is, you there is liberty in the message of Jesus Christ. There is liberty in the truth of Jesus Christ. Can I get amen? And we're all standing firm in that. When we're, and you know, you say, <laughs> preacher, that's big talk. You know what? Devil's been fighting me all day. Devil's been fighting me all day long. You know what? I realize what it is to get old. One of these days, you guys are going to realize what it is to start getting older. I rolled over in the bed this morning and felt something pop. <laughs> Started out bad, got up and would continue to be bad. Got to church, got aggravated. Got, I mean, it's just one thing right after another. And the devil in my ear the whole time. Yeah. Devil in my ear the whole time. I've been fighting the devil all day. Say, so you know what? I couldn't wait here to get tonight. Get to wait to get here tonight. You want to know why? So I could tell him in front of my brothers and sisters to shut up and go away in the name of Jesus. Say, why is that? Because I have the authority and the freedom and the liberty to do that. Amen? Amen. That's right. Yes, sir. Amen. You say, you say, boy, you'd be praying hard for those people over the lighthouse, I know. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just so glad. You know, I was, I've really been thinking about this. It's been on my heart. And I want to say this. I'm amazed at how you could, some of you and those of you that have been over to the lighthouse, you know you go over there and, and you guys just fit right in. We come over here, we just fit right in. It's just, you know what, we go to different churches, but we, got, we serve the same God, amen, and we believe the same way. And it's amazing to me how you can go to Continental in the morning and preach and have a good time. Come to our church in the afternoon, have a good time. Come to your church in the evening and have a good time. You want to know why? Because there's a, there's, a, there's a liberty and a freedom. See, when I was saved, see, that's the way I believe. I don't believe you have to wait to get the Holy Ghost. How many of you believe that way? I don't believe that. 
I don't believe you got to wait to get the Holy Ghost. I believe when I was saved, I was given the Holy Ghost. Amen. I didn't have to speak in tongues. I didn't have to run around circles. I didn't have to foam at the mouth. I didn't have to do nothing. God gave me the Holy Ghost when I was saved. And he sealed me until the day of redemption with that Holy Ghost. Amen. And because I got that Holy Ghost, I have a right and a freedom to worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Because if you ain't got the spirit, you can't worship him in spirit and in truth. But why you can feel the spirit over there. On, on the grand and I can feel the spirit here is because now whoo, we've been set free and given the liberty to do so. Amen. And I want to touch on this. God really wants us to touch on this before we quit. I feel it strong in my spirit. In the last part of that verse it says and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. I want you to understand, God doesn't want us living like the world. We said that earlier, we're going to say that again, because God doesn't want us to entangle ourselves in that, in that life, entangle ourselves in those things, entangle ourselves. What does it mean to be entangled? It means you're all tangled up. You're trapped, right? You know what it, it means like this, right? You can't move. You've, you've, you've you know, and folks, God doesn't want us like that. He doesn't want us putting a heavy yoke back on. He wants us to be, to keep the carrying that yoke that, that he made lighter for us. Amen. We're always carrying something in this world. But let me ask you this. I believe a principle and, and really the job of the church is to be lights to a lost and dying world. Now let me ask you a fundamental question. A very basic, simple question. How can you be a light for Jesus when you're living like them? Boy, that's a pretty straightforward question, isn't it? How can you, if you're, if you're doing the same things they're doing, I got news for you. They're not going to listen to you when you start talking about God. You say, preacher, you don't know that. Yes, I do. I've heard it all my life. Boy, they're talking like that, and they do this, and they do that, and they do this, and they do that. You know what? If you're living for God and you're living in this freedom and you're exercising this liberty that you have, guess what? Not only will you feel better and live your best life, but you will be a shining light in a lost and dying world. Amen? And people will see Jesus in you. And believe me, people need to see Jesus. They see. That's why the church don't need to be fighting and fussing, brother. They don't need to be no strife in here. They get enough of that junk out there. What we need to be doing is in one mind, in one accord, serving God in the freedom and liberty and spirit. Amen? There can't be camps and there can't be factions and there can't be cliques. It's got to be one group of people with the same mind and the same accord in unity serving God. Because Blaine, if you do that, the devil will never bother Lyman Missionary Baptist Church. And if we do it, he'll never bother Lighthouse Baptist Church. And we'll be a soul winning station for the Lord. Amen. So if you're here tonight, you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Listen, he came and died on the cross for you. He did. There'll be those that say that he didn't, but he did. And he was, and he died, and he was laid in the tomb. And guess what? He got up, just like he said he would. 
And because of that fact, I got salvation, I got grace, <laughs> and I got this liberty. Amen? You can have it too. You can have it too. One of, the, one of the most consistent things I hear when somebody gets, somebody gets saved is, they'll say, well, it's like a weight was lifted off of me. Right. Haven't you been carrying that weight long enough? Isn't it time to get saved? Listen, God's here tonight, and he'll save you. And listen, if you're here tonight, and you know what? You're saved, but you're not living right. You're not living for the like you should. And you know what? You say, define that. You know what? Sometimes, Terry, we can't define it. But you know, you know. Terry ain't got to tell you. Because you got, you got the Spirit, and the Spirit's telling you that you need to get it right. The Spirit's telling you you need to step it up. The Spirit's telling you. It's not for me and Terry. We can't tell you anything else unless it's within the Spirit anyway. So it's not for us to do. But if you're here tonight, and boy, that Spirit's telling you, you know what? You need to go move up. You need to go repent. You need to go get it right. You need to be a light in this lost and dying world. You know what? Maybe you, you're allowing the devil to have too much rain in your home or in your mind or in your heart. You know what? It's time to stop that nonsense. It's time to get, give it all to God. Amen? I'm going to ask everybody to please stand. And if they get a song. If you're here tonight and you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, would you come as they start to sing? Would you come? It's okay, Brother Terry. Would you come? If you're here and you need Jesus tonight, would you come? Would you come? If you're here and you're saved, but you're not even... God's telling you, you need to step up. You need to move up. Would you come? Would you come? If you're here, you're trying to live the best life you can, but you want to get closer. You want to be a stronger life. You want to be a better witness. Would you come? Would you come? Please come. Would you come? Come. ask everybody to bow their heads no one looking around please if you're here tonight and you know you need to be saved God's telling you you need to be saved would you just raise your hand would you raise your hand if you're here tonight and you're saved but God's telling you you need to repent telling you you need to move up would you just raise your hand if you're here tonight listen to this one please if you're here tonight and you have a someone dear to your heart 
that's lost or needs to get back in church and you have a burden for them, would you just raise your hand? Would you raise your hand? As they continue to sing, as you lift your heads, would you please come? If you raised your hand in any of those questions, would you please step out? Come. Would you come, please? Please come. If you raised your hand, would you please come? Please step out and come. Somebody needs to do business with God tonight. Would you come? Please come. If you raised your hand saying you need to be saved, will you come? If you raised your hand saying you need to move up, would you just step out and come? If you raised your hand saying there's somebody on your heart, would you come take it to the Lord tonight? Would you come? Please come. appreciate the message and let's get you another song I want to say just a word to you I appreciate I'm glad God put it on my heart to ask Brother Chris to come I'm glad he's willing to come and I'm, now I'm glad God's used him well I appreciate the, I appreciate the gospel and I'm like Brother Chris I believe somebody here uh, tonight needs to move and my mind keeps going back to that text that I got from uh, Brother Tim Jones and think about this his father-in-law didn't even think he believed like them he just rejected it but he, he made an effort to try to pray. He said, I'll, I'll try to pray. If I pray, if God moves, then I'll see what happens. I want to ask you this tonight. Are you here tonight and there's something that's needed in your life? You might be confused about it. You might uh, think you don't even quite believe it. You might not even know. I want to ask you a question like this. Are you willing to try to talk to God about it? We'd sure be willing to try to pray with you if you're willing to come and try to talk to God about it. You know, I've seen lots of people come to the altar and get satisfied, most of them. But I've seen some, and over the years, it would add up to quite a few, even including me. I went to the altar a number of times, didn't get satisfied. But you know what? I came to the altar about six times before I got saved. But you know those other five times I came to the altar, I didn't lose anything by coming. I began to seek the Lord, and it was a part of the journey I was making. Am I glad I did that? Praise God. I'm glad I sought the Lord until I found Him. If you're here tonight and you're not saved, you need to get saved. Would you just come and try? Just come and bow, and we'll come and bow with you and talk to God. You can talk to Him for yourself, and we'll talk to Him in your behalf. But now, you've got to do your part, and Jesus has already done His part. He's done the work. Uh, you don't earn your way in. Uh, you don't even pray your way in. But you just believe and repent. And by the grace of God, God's grace. That's what we've sung a lot about tonight. And Brother Chris uh, mentioned it in his preaching. The grace of God's what puts us in the family of God and gives us that freedom. I thought about when we were talking about that freedom and preaching about it and that liberty. And it lines up with what I preached this morning about seeing we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and run with patience the race which is set before us. Only way we can run that race like that is with that liberty and freedom he was preaching about tonight. We couldn't do it otherwise. And so sing for us again. And whatever your need is tonight, whatever your need is, 
Would you come and talk to God about it? Obey the Lord. Please come. Please come. If you just feel just a little of that need in your life and that you feel a little of that emptiness and you feel a little of that longing, you feel just a, a touch of God's still small voice, please come tonight. Come and let's pray. You can leave every care. That's what I did. That last time I come and prayed, talk about that load that was on me that Brother Chris was talking about. Boy, I'm telling you what, I left that load. Where'd it go, preacher? I don't exactly know, but I don't have it anymore. God took it away. God will do that for you tonight if you'll just reach out to him. Would you come? Would you just come and meet us here in the aisle? I'd be honored to walk to the, to the altar with you if you just feel like coming. Just step out and come. We're not going to twist your arm. We're not going to try to pressure you. And if, and if you come and pray, don't want to say anything, get up and go back to your seat. That's all right. I don't care. Do whatever you feel like. But do something. Make an effort. Do something. Boy, in the Bible it talks about it's time and high time to awake. We need to move. I believe somebody here tonight needs to move. Come on, let's do it. Why wait any longer? Make a move and come. Please come. Nothing to keep you from coming. The devil's not big enough to keep you from coming. Well, what will keep me from coming, preacher? It's your choice. Choose ye this day whom you'll serve. Would it be important enough to your soul and your life and your well-being to make a trip to the altar, to try to talk to God? Preacher, I don't know if I can talk to him or not. Come and find out. Come and find out. Everything to gain, nothing to lose. Come and see. Come and find out. Take a step. Make a move. Do something. There were four men with leprosy sitting at the gate of the inner end of Samaria. The city was surrounded. There was a famine in the city. The enemy was all around. And you know what one of those men said to the others? He said, why do we sit here until we die? We need to do something. Uh, if we go out there and give ourselves to the enemy, they might kill us. But we're not losing anything. We're sitting here starving to death. We need to do something. I'm telling you what, I believe somebody's in that spot tonight. You need to do something. Let's come to the altar and try it out. Try the altar out and try God out. See what God says. Don't sit and die in your sins. Please don't do that. Don't sit and die in your sins. Give us one more verse at least. Obey the Lord. Somebody needs to come. Somebody needs to come. It's your move. Would you come right now? Obey the Lord. Please come. Not up to me to make you come. Not up to any of us to make you come. And you know, God has all authority. And he will not, he will not make you come to him. But he reaches out a hand of grace and says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's what the Lord said. Jesus said that. It's true. You can count on it. Will you just come to him tonight?
Well, I got a heavy heart for somebody tonight to cheer. I got a burden. I thank God for my burden. I'm glad God gives me burdens for folks. If you don't have a burden for somebody that's lost or out of fellowship, you need to talk to God about that. In my case, when I've been without a burden, I've been far away from the Lord. I haven't been using that liberty and that peace that Brother Chris preached about. I was ensnared with the things of the world. You don't have to be out doing ungodly stuff to be ensnared. You can just get your mind wrapped up in it. There's more tangles in your mind than probably anywhere, in my opinion. Would you come? Come on. Somebody needs to come. Whatever your case is, if God's wanting you to come, please come. Boy, it's good to be here. great spirit of conviction like this and, and uh, the gospel had gone out and, and the invitation went out and I could feel such a strong burden and people didn't move when it was over oftentimes I'd beat myself up and I'd think what should I have done different what, what did I do wrong what did I leave out and God spoke to me real powerful he said if you followed me and you did there's nothing else you can do God said it, brother Terry he said it's not you that they rejected it's me like back in the Bible uh, when uh, the old prophet was leading Israel and Israel decided instead of wanting a theocracy, instead of following the Lord, they wanted a natural king. And the old prophet grieved and he felt so sad and God told him, he said, they've not rejected you. They, I believe that was Samuel, if I'm remembering right. He said, Samuel, they've not rejected you, they've rejected me. And so, boy, I appreciate the gospel tonight and the power of it and uh, the conviction of the Lord is good to be here. Anything on anybody's heart before we come to close? Something you need to say or do? Follow him tonight. Yeah. 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 Right. Remember that. Very heartfelt request. Let's, let's help remember that. Anything else? Amen. Amen. Well, that's a great prayer request. Pray for Continental Church that God gives them pastor. And also want to share what you shared with me earlier today, if I understood it right. Continental Church has voted for the present time not to have Sunday night services, right? <clears throat> Just Sunday morning services they're going to have until they get a pastor. Then they'll reconsider that and then maybe move on, maybe have. But so I want to tell you that in case you didn't try to go by there on Sunday night in the right near future. So remember that. And I appreciate glad to have you tonight too, buddy. Uh, 
Anybody else got something on your heart? Well, we've got a lot to pray about and a lot to pray for. Uh, let me remind our men, this is last Sunday night in the month. We have our brotherhood meeting in the fellowship hall for just a few minutes after service is dismissed in here. And so remember that and uh, be careful going out. I, I don't think we're going to have the deacons release people early at a time. I think when we're careful and people watch us, I think it works out okay. Just go out through the foyer and uh, there's offering plates out there. And I think they're still uh, maybe taking up offering for the school down in Tennessee that Krista teaches at, so there'll probably be a plate there for that too, so just do whatever you feel like about any of that. <clears throat> and let's pray. Well, I'm telling you what, <clears throat> God has given us such a burden, and there's so many people, and I, I believe I've got a burden for about as many people as I've ever had in my whole life, and I thank God for it. And I, I am not asking God to reduce my burden. If anything I'm going to do, I'm going to ask God to give me more strength to bear my burden. And because what a blessing it is to have a, a heartfelt burden for the lost and people out of fellowship and people needing to join the church. There's just, boy, there's so much. And there's joy in seeing all those prayers answered. And so uh, we appreciate Brother Chris. I'm going to say that again. Appreciate his church for coming. Anything else before we come to a close? <clears throat> Pray for service time Wednesday night. Pray for next weekend service. Pray for all those lost people and other needs. Okay. If there's nothing else, uh, we'll ask Brother Ethan to pray dismissal.